Good morning, friends. Today is Saturday, the 5th of December, 2020. Our readings for this morning are Psalm 20 and 21, verses 1 through 7, Isaiah 4, 2 through 6, 1 Thessalonians 4, 13 through 18, and Luke 21, 5 through 19. Power, O heavens, from above, and let the skies rain down righteousness. Let the earth open that salvation may spring up, and let it cause righteousness to sprout up also. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our heavenly Creator, to set forth God's praise, to hear God's holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation. And so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship God, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by God's infinite goodness and mercy. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your incarnate Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Our God and Savior now draws near. O come, let us worship. Come, let us sing to God. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to God with psalms. For you are a great God. You are great above all gods. In your hand are the caverns of the earth, and the heights of the hills are yours also. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before God our Maker. For you are our God. And we are the people of your pasture and the sheep of your hand. Oh, that today we would hearken to your voice. Our God and Savior now draws near. Oh, come, let us worship. Psalm 20. God answer you in the days of trouble. The name of God, the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May God send you help from the sanctuary and give you support from Zion. 
God, remember all your offerings and regard with favor your burnt sacrifices. May God grant you your heart's desire and fulfill all your plans. May we shout for joy over your victory. And in the name of our God, set up our banners. May God fulfill all your petitions. Now I know that God will help God's anointed. God will answer them from God's holy heaven with mighty victories by God's right hand. Some take pride in chariots and some in horses, but our pride is in the name of God. They will collapse and fall, but we shall rise and stand upright. Give victory to our sovereign, O God. Answer us when we call. Psalm 21, verses 1 through 7. In your strength, the ruler rejoices, O God, and in your help, how greatly they exult. You have given them their heart's desire and have not withheld the request of their lips. For you meet them with rich blessings. You set a crown of fine gold on their head. They asked you for life. You gave it to them. Length of days forever and ever. Their glory is great through your help. Splendor and majesty you bestow upon them. You bestow on them blessings forever. You make them glad with the joy of your presence. For the ruler trusts in God, and through the steadfast love of the Most High they shall not be moved. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity. One God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Isaiah, chapter 4, verses 2 through 6. On that day the branch of God shall be beautiful and glorious, and the fruit of the land shall be the pride and glory of the, of the survivors of Israel. Whoever is left in Zion and remains in Jerusalem will be called holy. And everyone who has been recorded for life in Jerusalem, once God has washed away the filth of the daughters of Zion and cleansed the bloodstains of Jerusalem from its midst by a spirit of judgment and by a spirit of burning. Then God will create over the whole site of Mount Zion and over its places of assembly a cloud by day and smoke in the shining of the flaming fire by night. Indeed, over all the glory there will be a canopy. It will serve as a pavilion, a shade by day from the heat, and a refuge and shelter from the storm and rain. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. We are using a canticle from Celtic Daily Prayer, Prayers and Readings from the Northumbria Community. It is found on page 21 of that book. Teach us, dear God to number our days, that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. O satisfy us early with thy mercy, that we may rejoice and be glad all of our days. And let the beauty of our God be upon us, and establish thou the work of our hands. And let the beauty of our God be upon us, and establish thou the work of our hands, dear God. Reading from 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 through 18. But we do not want you to be uninformed, siblings, about those who have died, so that you may not grieve as others do who have no hope. For since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, through Jesus, God will bring with them those who have died. For this we declare to you by the word of God, that we who are alive, who are left until the coming of God, 
will by no means precede those who have died. For God himself, with a cry of command, with the archangel's call and with the sound of God's trumpet, will descend from heaven and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up in the clouds together with them to meet God in the air. And so we will be with God forever. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. We are using for our second canticle, one from Celtic Daily Prayer Book 2, Farther Up and Farther In. Christ as a light, illumine and guide me. Christ as a shield, overshadow me. Christ under me, Christ over me. Christ beside me at my, on my left and my right. This day be within and without me, lowly and meek, yet all-powerful. Be in the heart of each to whom I speak, in the mouth of each who speaks unto me. This day be within and without me, lowly and meek, yet all-powerful. Christ is a light, Christ is a shield, Christ beside me on my left and on my right. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity. One God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel of our Savior Jesus Christ, according to Luke. Glory to you, Jesus Christ. Luke chapter 21, verses 5 through 19. When some were speaking about the temple, how it was adorned with beautiful stones and gifts dedicated to God, Jesus said, As for these things that you see, the days will come when not one stone will be left upon another. All will be thrown down. They asked Jesus, Teacher, when will this be? And what will be the sign that this is about to take place? Jesus said, Beware that you are not led astray. For many will come in my name and say, I am he. And the time is near. Do not go after them. When you hear of wars and insurrections, do not be terrified. For these things must take place first, but the end will not follow immediately. Then Jesus said to them, Nation will rise against nation, and sovereign excuse me, and dominion against dominion. There will be great earthquakes and in various places famines and plagues, and there will be dreadful portents and great signs from heaven. But before all this occurs, they will arrest you and persecute you. They will hand you over to synagogues and prisons, and you will be brought before rulers and governors because of my name. This will give you an opportunity to testify. So make up your minds not to prepare your defense in advance, for I will give you words and a wisdom that none of your opponents will be able to withstand or contradict. You will be betrayed even by parents and siblings, by relatives and friends, and they will put some of you to death. You will be hated by all because of my name, but not a hair of your head will perish. By your endurance, you will gain your souls. The Gospel of Jesus Christ. Praise to you, Jesus Christ. I'd like to talk this morning a little bit about grief 
um, particularly about bereavement. Our epistle reading and our gospel reading today give us great hope, those of us who are bereaved. They tell us together that we need not be afraid for ourselves or for others. Those who have died are already with Christ. They are already united. They are not waiting for the second coming. They are not waiting for the second ascension. They are already with Christ. And so we can rest assured on their behalf. That they are there in the heaven, heaven of heavens, they are united with God. And we are assured on our own behalf that no matter what torment we go through on this earth, no matter what betrayal, God is steadfast. Christ will not betray us. Our souls are safe. They are safe with God. And no matter what happens here, our immortal souls are intact. And we will be, at the time of our own death, united with God. This, I hope, gives us a deep assurance. Gives us a solid foundation, a rock on which to stand. That in the very difficult trials of this season of life on this planet, there is an absolute certainty that our souls are safe. That that which is the very essence of our being, the immutable, intransferable, divinely created, begotten of the divine themselves, that is us, will not be harmed, not one bit. And neither for our beloveds. I think that it is far harder for us to watch a loved one suffer than it is for us to suffer ourselves. And I think when we come to that place where there is nothing else that we can do, that place when we surrender ourselves to death, I think we have hope. Surrender our loved ones to death. I think we have hope that it is a surrender not to death, but to Christ, for Christ has overcome death. And in the non-linear time that is God's time that we've talked about, we are already, they are already with God. There is no separation At this time and this season approaching Christmas, it is a time, I think, that is incredibly hard for all of us 
who have lost a beloved. Because this is the season of family. This is a season where we celebrate the holy family. And when our own are less than intact, whatever intact might mean to us, the grief surges up. So this this time of Advent is also a time of deep grief for many of us. It can be made holy when we walk into it with God. When we give ourselves our whole selves the compassion and grace to grieve. Grief can be holy and transformative and in its way healing. And so as we approach in the liturgical cycle and the season of the year, the time that is, a season of, of more stillness. You know, the, the growing living things are not as visible. The growing is happening underground. The branches of the leaves are bare. Our scriptures and our services are contemplative. And yet there is also, as we talked of yesterday, this hopeful expectation. And so I think that when we go through the transformative process of grieving with God, that is when we see this season as also the season of light, the season where we behold clearly the promise of Christ, the promise of eternal life and oneness with God. There is a prayer from the first Celtic daily prayer book that speaks to this, and I would like to read it. Walking with grief. Do not hurry as you walk with grief. It does not help the journey. Walk slowly, pausing often. Do not hurry as you walk with grief. Be not disturbed by memories that come unbidden. Swiftly forgive and let Christ speak for you unspoken words. Unfinished conversation will be resolved in Christ. Be not disturbed. Be gentle with the one who walks with grief. If it is you, be gentle with yourself. Swiftly forgive. Walk slowly, pausing often. Take time. Be gentle as you walk with grief. Come now. Live in us. Let us stay in you. Since if we be all in you, we cannot be far from one another. Though some may be in heaven and some upon earth. This reading was adapted from a passage in David Elgenbrog by George MacDonald. Let us continue with our morning prayer by affirming our faith together. We believe in God, the nurturer and teacher, from whom is named every family in heaven and on earth. 
We believe in Jesus Christ, begotten of divine love, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with that love. We believe in God, the Holy Spirit. She strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, source of all being, love incarnate, spirit of truth. Amen. Hear our cry, O God, and listen to our prayer. Let us pray. Our creator in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your dominion come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the sovereignty, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. In place of suffrages, we're going to use some of the prayers that we used yesterday from Celtic Daily, Pray- Celtic Daily Prayer Book 2. <clears throat> we're going to start with the Advent Candle Liturgy and light this week the first candle. Within the deepest darkness, a glowing candle is lit. The darkness cannot put it out or do away with it. When our path is menaced by shadows, circle us, O God. Keep light within, keep darkness without. When our path is targeted by conflict, circle us, God. Keep love near, keep hatred afar. When our path is threatened by worry, circle us, God. Keep peace within, keep fear without. The path that God marked with light that shines in the darkness. We have waited long for you. Deep has been the darkness. We long for you to shine right here among us where we are. We will not fear the shadows that surround us if only you will come among us. We await the sound of a cry in the night, the joy that follows pain, the coming of hope. This is the path that God marked, who said at the beginning, let there be light. And there was light, and God saw that the light was good. For people walking in darkness, a great light dawns. The true light, which lightens everyone, is coming into the world. The light that shines in the darkness, the light that the darkness cannot put out. Today, the first week of Advent, we light one candle. This is the path that God marked with light that shines in the darkness. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity. One God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Sorry, I got things a little mixed up there, but I hope the meaning comes through. 
let us continue on with the collect for this, the first week of Advent. Almighty God, give us grace to cast away the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Now in the time of this mortal life in which your begotten, Jesus Christ, came to visit us in great humility, that on the last day, when Christ shall come again in their glorious majesty to judge both the living and the dead, we may rise to the life immortal. Through the one who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A Collect for Saturdays. Almighty God, who after the creation of the world rested from all your works and sanctified a day of rest for all your creatures, grant that we, putting away all earthly anxieties, may be duly prepared for the service of your sanctuary, and that our rest here upon earth may be a preparation for the eternal rest promised to your people in heaven. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. The prayer for mission, let us read the prayer for Christmas preparation, found on page 985 of Celtic Daily Prayer, Book 2. Sovereign Jesus, ruler of both the light and the darkness, send your Holy Spirit upon our preparations for Christmas. We who have so much to do seek quiet spaces to hear your voice each day. We who are anxious over many things look forward to your coming among us. We who are blessed in so many ways long for the complete joy of your dominion. We whose hearts are heavy seek the joy of your presence. We are your people, walking in darkness, yet seeking the light. To you we say, come, Lord Jesus. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make your common to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved incarnate that when two or three are gathered together in Christ's name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O God, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. The grace of our Savior Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore.